Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to Rich is Not a Four-Letter Word, the podcast for your wallet. I, of course, am Jerry Willis from the Fox Business Network. Today, I have a special guest. David Bach is back. And he's back with a special edition, brand spanking new version, new information, updates to his fabulously successful Smart Women Finish Rich. David, you sold a million of these. What is new to explore here? Oh, my God, Jerry. First of all, it's so good to be with you. I love seeing you. Um, I love to see you, too. You know, because we go back now 20 years. I was just saying that my publicist who's sitting next to you uh, was six when we met. (laughs) (laughs) We're not that old. Don't say that. But she was a mature six. So, you know, but let's get, I want to get really serious for a second because, you know, we probably won't be here 20 years from now doing this. I don't know. And, and the issues that affect women and money today are more serious even than they were 20 years ago. How so, so? So let me talk about, there, there are, these are the critical issues that affect women that are different than men. Women face unique financial challenges that men don't. But men, you need to be listening to this too because if you've got a wife or a daughter or a sister, this affects them. So we, I just want to get to, I, I want to be brutally clear on this right now because it's not easy to hear, and I th- but it's critical to hear. So women have on average a third less for retirement than men. But let me say this a different way. Most men listening today, if they don't have a financial plan that works, they won't know about it. They won't what? They won't know about it. Men, men die before they run out of money. 80% of men die married. 80% of women die widowed. Women have a th- Wow, wait a minute. Wait yeah. a minute, David. Th- this has major implications for money and 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 how solvent you are in your old age. Say those numbers one more time. 80% of men die married. 80% of women die widowed. The average age of widowhood today has gone up. Is the good news. The bad news is you know what it is, Jerry? It's 59. 59, it was 56 when I wrote this book what? originally. It's 50, Are you kidding No, me? I'm not. It's 50, I cannot believe that. It's 59. And here's the thing, ladies. You've got to hear this. It's just so important. And, and men, you've got to hear this too because women have less money in retirement. They're taking a le- they still to this day have less years in the workforce. They take 11 and a half years off from work to have children. And women are being hit with the financial burden and time burden now of taking care of their parents. So they're getting hit on both and ends. And we spend, we spend on them. You know, it's, no, it's, you get hit with the medical care costs. And so women have a third less in Social Security. They have about 50% less in pension plans. They have less in 401k plans. And so there's this massive financial gap. I have to tell you, so I'm going to stop you right here because this is something that I personally worry about. Because, I, you know, I, my husband and I, next year we'll be married 25 years. I adore him. I want to be with him another 25 but I'm afraid I'm not going to be. And what is that going to be like? And I worry about, 
not just about the money, but everything. So when you're in that situation, when you become that widow, wow, that's not the time you want to start thinking about money. It's not. And here's what I would say to you, you know, knowing your husband, but caring so much about you and anybody who's in your shoes, instead of worrying, you need to go to work. Now, here's what I mean about go to work for a second. I don't mean you have to go get work, 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 like job. I mean, like you got to go to work on if my husband died tomorrow, what would I need to know about the money? And the answer, Jerry, is everything. Now, that's what Smart Women Finish Rich is about. It's about everything. It's about knowing where all the money is, where's the money. You got to know the passwords. You got to know the URLs. You got to know what bank, where everything has to be disclosed. And it's easy for women to lose track of that. It's easy for men to lose track of it, right? Guys tell me everything's taken care of. I go, really? Let me ask you a question. Do you have any old 401k plans? Well, yeah. Where are they? Well, they're still my old employer. Great. How many do you have? Uh, let me think about it. I have three. Okay, so does your wife know where those 401k plans are? Um, I'm not sure. Do you have an you IRA account? don't even account? know where it is. Do you have a brokerage account? Where's the life insurance? Do you have a safety deposit box? Where's the key to the safety deposit box? Does your wife literally know every freaking thing she needs to know if you die today? And the answer is, for most men, no. And ladies, you hear me, I'm getting all upset about this. You've got to know. You've got, I've been saying this for 20 years, Jerry. You have but tears in your eyes right now. You've got to know. David Bach has tears in his eyes right now because this is, look, this is important, right? And I see this over and over over again. When, you know what women's biggest fear about money is? Dying like a bag lady. Do you know what I mean? That, that is our worry. You know what? And it, by the way, it's interesting because that has not changed since I wrote this book 20 years ago. It's still the biggest fear. It is a legitimate fear. Women over 65 today, their average income is $18,500. My grand, I have two grandmothers that were both Grandma Rose. This book is dedicated to one of my grandmothers. But my grandmother, who it wasn't dedicated to, my, my mom's mom, she lived to be 97. She outlived two husbands. And at 97, she had run out of money. My parents were the ones paying for her to be in a nursing care facility. This is what women worry about. Don't worry. Go to work. Read a, literally go get smart women finish rich. Read the book. Sit down. Make your husband go. Do you through have this like a complete you. list, like step one, step two, yep, step? I do. Three. And okay. when, in the very beginning of the book, there's a quiz on the 17 things you need to know about your money, which helps you go about figuring out what you know and don't know. I like that. And then you can sit down with your so husband. Good. You can tape the quiz together, David, and you can go, guys. People, we got to do this. You know, love this book, and and obviously it sold a million copies, and it keeps getting reprinted all the darn time. <laughs> so it's 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 a great book, and it comes out next week. So I assume you can follow, you can find it on Amazon.com. You can go everywhere. But I can't let David get away without going over some important numbers that I want to get to here. Uh, I just found these numbers this week from Betterment. They did a survey about people and their money. And this goes to your issue of being prepared, right? People never got off, got over the uh, financial crisis. They just haven't. Roughly half of people in the survey think the S&P 500 has not gone up at all in the past 10 years. (laughs) And 18% think, 18%, 18% think it's actually gone down. It's so amazing. The the number one criticism I'm given over my career is I teach this concept called the latte factor. And I talk about compound interest, this idea that if you save five to $10 a day, and I use, a lot of times I use the example of earning 10%. And people will say, earning 10%, where, where would you ever be able to earn 10%? And like, I go, well, the market's done that since 2000 and since 1926. And they go, oh, but there's been all these bad years ago. Okay. So let's talk about the bad years. Since 2009, 
The S&P 500 with reinvested dividends is up over 400%. This is the longest bull market of in our history. Lifetime. In history, ever, ever, ever. There's never been a longer bull market. Am I saying load everything into stocks right now? No, I am not. But if you're of the mind that we have gone nowhere with stocks, you couldn't be more wrong. And you know what? You're missing a huge opportunity. By the way, Jerry, you and I have done a lot of TV shows together. And with many of those dark years, 2009, 2010, That's 2011, right. where everybody was on the show with us telling us how the market was going to go down. What was I saying? Market's going to go higher. Don't panic. It's going to recover. Recessions make millionaires. Now, here's what I'm saying in 2018 with a market up 400%. Let's hear it. Now's the time to be getting conservative. Now's the time where if you've been in the market all this time and you're getting close to retirement or you're retired, if you haven't reallocated, rebalanced, taken some profits off the top, now's the time to be doing it. Now's the time to, you know, I, I have a, I go around the country and I do tours for our company, AE Wealth Management, and we're in front of retirees every day. And I, you know, when retirees are worried, I go, guys, don't worry, celebrate, take some money off the table, go take a trip, go enjoy the extra profits you've got. Don't worry, go to work, make a change. So, you know what? It's sad to know that younger people are afraid of the market. And here's the crazy part about this. Those same young people have been putting money into cryptocurrencies. They're going to be worth zero. We've seen cryptocurrency valuations go down by $600 billion. And unlike the stock market that always recovers, most of those cryptocurrencies will never recover. They will be worth zero. Because they look, with cryptocurrencies, there is – there's no historic data on this, right? There's you, also no businesses behind most of these cryptocurrencies. Blockchain someday will be real, but most of these cryptocurrencies, they were a lot of them are scams. Most of them don't have existing businesses, and nobody's using them yet. Small problems. Uh, what I find distressing about pe- people who are 40 and younger, say, is, is that they don't want to invest in stocks at all. And they are of the specific age where you absolutely have to be in the stock market. Yeah, you know, it's true. And then let me tell you also where it's not true because I sent you over an article from Fidelity. It's interesting. There's the Millennials get beat up on. The truth of the matter is millennials are doing a pretty darn good job of using their 401k plans right now. Those but re- if you set it aside, you have to put it in the right places, right? You I have mean- to put it in the right place. You can't be sitting in cash. You can't be sitting in bonds. If you're young, you need to be at least – well, look, we actually know the formula of being a millionaire. And Fidelity just came out with their latest numbers. There's 168,000 self-made millionaires in Fidelity's 401k plans. More than ever. More than ever. Here's what they've done because here's the formula. You need to be putting aside 14% of your income. That's a little over an hour a day of your income. Oh, come on. That's it's not what that, I hear people it's, saying it's, out there. It's not that big of a deal. David, it's one, it's one hour a day kids. of your income. All right. The so that, And then the second thing is you have to be balanced with equity versus stocks. And the average person who reached a million dollars by the age of 59 was roughly 75% stock and 25% bonds. What? Yeah. Say that again. The average person who reached a million dollars by the age of 59, their asset allocation 75, was 75%, 25. 25. Stocks? Yeah. So Are they, you surprised by that? I'm surprised by that. Uh, I am slightly surprised by it. Definitely what Fidelity you know, shows in these different numbers is roughly at least a 50-50 split. 50-50 split, quite frankly, is a great way to balance out all markets. Um, I never recommend that young people go 100% stocks. I just had yeah, somebody on no. Facebook the other day um, who's a reader of mine who likes me. This was really funny. He read The Automatic Millionaire. He's a fan, he said. And then he's like, David, why are you telling me to have a balanced account when I'm in my, my 30s? Why wouldn't I be 100% stocks? And I said, because the next time the market corrects, you will be miserable being 100% stocks. <laughs> Go back and, and reread the book. And it will happen. Ooh. 
So here's some numbers from this Fidelity study I thought were interesting. Average 401k balance by age, 20 to 29, 11,500, 30 to 39, 42,700. Jump up to 50 to 59, 174,200, 60 to 69, 192,000. 800. It all sounds so good, but nobody has enough. Okay, but scroll down for this article a little further because here's where I start to get interested uh, even more. So it, it shows you the typical contribution rate by age. So 20 to 29 is 6.8%. Mm-hmm. Age 30 to 39 is 7.6%. Age, up and age 40 up is 8%. Up. Age 50 is an average of 10%. And age 60 to 69 is an average of 11%. Now, what's interesting to me is, and, and this is the part I love and the, and the part that hurts me personally. I spent 20 years telling people to save one hour a day of their income. One hour a day of your income is 12.5% of your gross income. And nobody's there. So, and nobody's there. Now, good, it's moving up. But guys, simple math. Go to work at 9, work from 9 to 10 for yourself. The rest of the day, you can spend what's left. Go to work at nine, work from nine to 10 for yourself. The rest of the day is left. That's you, really intuitive. And, and I like if that. If you would just do this, then, then, then if, I, if I die tomorrow, then we're all good across America. Um, I, you know, I just read another article on the way over here. It's one of your other, other, other um, editors here. This is a sad article. It was talking about how the, like, people have never been more negative in the U.S. because they're so stressed out about money. And I'm like, God, what, what, you know, we – what can Seems we do like to help more people? We, we have to get this stuff in the school systems. You know, I did another interview before Trump got elected. I'm like, man, if anybody could get financial literacy into the school systems, it should be actually our president. This this president, our president, Donald Trump, I, I, what I, and I, I know he listens to Fox and he watches Fox. Mr. President, we need a financial fitness program, financial fitness program like we used to have the presidential fitness program. We need a financial fitness program in schools. Not gym class. Not gym class. Not home economics. We we need money class. We need money class so that these simple things, compound interest, pay yourself first, save money automatically. And how you do it, the reality, because that's where I find people get really hung up, right? They have good intentions. They want to get started. They just don't know how to do it. And and we we need everyone in America to know how to do it. And we need them to know how to do it before they're in 10th grade. And so, you know, anybody who's got close contact with the president, just tell them this. Tell, tell President Trump, we need a financial fitness program. Make it presidential. Force it into the school systems. If we're going to make America great and continue to be great, we have to give everyone in America equal financial opportunities. It starts with education. It's all about opportunity and it's all about equal opportunity. And then you have to take advantage of it. It's on you. It's on the people out there listening to this podcast to make their way. And really, let's, you know, be real here. That's the way you want it. You want options, right? You want to make sure that you're driving the car as an individual and that somebody's not doing it for you so you can make sure everything is exactly the way you want it. I know a lot of people out there think, wow, I don't know how to get started. Smart Women Finish Rich can help you get started and show you the way. David Box, so great to see you. I love talking to you. Great you. time. Uh, thanks for coming on. And remember, rich is not a four-letter word. Thank you so much. It was great to be here. Have a great day. Women face unique financial challenges that men will likely never encounter. Consider that at retirement, women have a third less in retirement savings than their male counterparts. That's typically because women earn less and work less over their lifetime compared to men. In the 20th edition of Smart Women Finish Rich, author David Box sounds the alarm for women to alert them to this issue and incentivize them to make changes. Here are the takeaways. 
80% of men die married, 80% of women die widowed. The average age that women are widowed is 59. That means women need to be better prepared financially for life on their own in old age. First steps first. Couples need to share the financial information. Men need to let them know about any and all 401k plans, insurance policies, bank accounts. That information will be critical for women who may be on their own for the first time in their lives. Now's the time to be conservative. Stocks are up 400% since the end of the financial crisis in 2009. Take some money off the table. Take a listen to the podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Jerry Willis FBN and on Facebook, where my handle is Jerry Willis. You can also find me on Instagram at Jerry underscore Willis. Bottom line, I want to hear from you. What money issues do you want to explore? Tell me and we'll get it on the podcast. Have a great day. And remember, rich is not a four letter word. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.